This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am US time. Well, CDT uh, today, joining you from Chicago, of course. Uh, you're going to hear, obviously, the, the audio is not going to be as clear and crisp because I don't use my usual uh, microphone and I don't have my usual camera. I'm using the, the laptop camera so and microphone, so apologies for that um you're gonna have to suffer away uh, with that for a week or so but uh it's going good it's going well very much looking forward to getting on with the rest of my break away and uh getting underway with all the arsenal events a little bit later on uh this week so yeah very much uh, excited to be here and uh and looking forward to it yesterday uh we went to the top of the well i say top the 94th floor of the john hancock tower uh which we managed to get some brilliant views and say we myself and mike who i can see is already in the chat box um and uh yeah some amazing views uh from the top of the john hancock tower and uh it was a really good start to the day and uh, met up with Scott, who's one of the uh, Chicago Gooners who are going to be at the event on Friday. And I'm looking forward to seeing people uh, join us. Of course, this is the time of the show for the next few days or so. Um, and uh, things will be back at the usual 8 a.m. UK time on uh, Wednesday, uh, the 26th. That's when you'll be back. But for now, for the next six seven days uh this is going to be your normal time for the arsenal news show i am still massively jet lagged and uh i'm probably going to be crashing as soon as i finish this show to be honest i tried to stay up as late as i could yesterday but even then i failed to to end up sleeping um i, I think i woke up at about 1 a.m this time which is obviously 7 a.m uk time and really struggled to kind of get back to sleep till about 4 30 a.m and then i've been awake since 4 30 a.m so uh, it's been a long morning, but uh, let's uh, say good morning to those joining us, or good afternoon to those, some of us joining us in the chat box. Oh, Dave, good morning to you. Uh, Olu, good morning. Philip, uh, Hans, we've got Steve, we've got Philip, Francois, Mike, uh, 
Mike in Perth. I mean, what time must it be out there in, in Australia? What, around, I guess, afternoon time for you, towards the evening? Um, NSW, Red Star, Martin, Paul. We've got JDV. We've got Pan Rasta. We've got SJ, uh, Temi, Craig, Peter, and Tom as well. And plenty more of you as well. Uh, I'm also using the hotel Wi-Fi. I'm hoping that it's going to be strong enough and good enough to continue to do these shows. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's been okay so far. So hopefully things will hold up and be just fine. Let's crack on with today's stories. We start uh, with Arsenal's massive game in the WSL as Arsenal take on Manchester United in what looks to be the pink kit. The, the pink kit has returned. It's been elusive for Arsenal this season, but the ladies will indeed be sporting it today. Uh, the ramifications of this are significant. Arsenal can go level on points at the top of the table with a win over United. Of course, Chelsea still uh, leading the way in terms of the games played. So they've played uh, the same amount of games as Arsenal, but are two points ahead. Man United have played one more game, I think, than Arsenal, but uh, have that three-point lead and a significantly improved goal difference. So a win uh, at Man United would be absolutely massive um, for the ladies. And so, fingers crossed, they can achieve that. Man City is still very much in the race as well. Yesterday's Champions League action, I managed to catch the end of both of the Chelsea and Napoli games, of which both the aforementioned sides have now been dumped out uh, of the competition. Um, and all I could do was laugh. All I could do was laugh when I saw um, when I saw Frank Lampard's lineup for that game. What on earth was he thinking? Like what? What? I didn't understand the, the selection. Who was in there? You need to try and score goals, and you leave all your strikers and wingers on the bench. It made absolutely no sense. So, yeah, very strange. Uh, dumped out of the uh, the Champions League after a 4-0 aggregate scoreline. And Real Madrid will go on to face, we assume, Manchester City. You, of course, take on Bayern this evening, UK time this afternoon. US time, I wonder if I'll be able to watch any of that one. Very interesting indeed to see if that happens. Uh, moving on. And Arsenal, of course, have made no approach for Ollie Watkins thus far. Fabrizio Romano tweeting out yesterday that despite suggestions that Arsenal would move, the Aston Villa forward, who has been in absolutely blistering form this season, you have to say, no plans. No plans at the moment in time in order to approach Ollie Watkins. Could that change in the summer? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see if indeed Arsenal do uh, look to pursue a striker and whether or not Ollie Watkins is high up on their list. But I don't, I would be surprised, very surprised indeed, if that would be the case. Now, our two headline stories today. First of all, Arsenal are said to be interested in Robin Lenormand, uh, who is a French centre-back, 26-year-old, playing for Real Sociedad uh, in Spain's La Liga competition. Right-sided centre-back. So you'd imagine that this is the William Saliba competition if Arsenal are indeed pushing to try and sign one of these players in the summer. There is, There is kind of... Part, I mean, there is part of me that does think that the, the situation with holding is obviously going to spark suggestions that Arsenal would be looking for a right-sided centre-back. So I would recommend that you take these links that we are hearing coming out of Spain um, with a bit of a pinch of salt on this side of things, because, you know, uh, I don't know much about the player. And I don't, I don't think he's ever been linked with Arsenal before today. So I would be surprised if Arsenal were going in for a player in the level of there's, there's talk of a 50 million euro release clause. I don't know why Arsenal would be looking to activate a 50 million euro release clause for a backup player. I know that we spent a lot of money on Fabio Vieira around 34 million pounds, but to spend 50 million euros 
on a player that would be coming into ostensibly Glee, a backup to William Saliba and Ben White and maybe even Tommy Asu. I don't know uh, if Arsenal would be going down that route. But that is the story coming out in the transfer world. Now, a headline story, of course, will continue, it seems, as we discuss William Saliba's availability. And according to my colleague Kai Karnak at Football.London, reporting yesterday that it is unlikely that Saliba will be ready to face Southampton. Of course, we did hear from Mikel Arteta last week, in which he said there was an expectation it could be a few weeks and that they hope to see him in a few weeks time which would certainly rule him out the Southampton game and maybe even the Manchester City game that said there have been suggestions that Arsenal might be considering risking throwing Saliba in in that game against Man City to see how he responds and reacts and of course if they need to bring on holding at half time or at any point during the game they can do that but we'll hear from Mikel Arteta more ahead of the Southampton game press conference I believe is on Thursday I might need to double check that though being out of the loop since being in the US means I've missed any emails that have come through but of course Arteta will address the media ahead of the Southampton game and hopefully we get some good news on Saliba but I'm not hopeful that we'll see him involved um before that um but yeah there you go that is all of this week's uh, rather this uh, last couple of days stories so there you go that is the end of part one so we're going to move to part two and your questions right after this and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now, of course, you can still get hold of our TGT merch. Uh, I am sporting the brand new USA version of our cap, which is going to be made available to our uh, those that are travelling into Chicago on Friday. We are going to be opening these up for the wider purchase a little later uh, as well for everybody. Um, but you can still get our red, gold and silver or grey versions of the merchandise as well. So make sure, uh, if you haven't done so already, to go and do it. Link in the description to our merchandise page. Okay. Let's uh, let's go into the chat box to see what questions we've got. Uh, Marcus says, you did not pack the TGT sign to hang behind you. No, I'm not sure I would have got that through customs. I mean, they would have asked so many questions, so many questions about what it was. Um, but no, no chance I was going to get that through the doors. Um, let's go to Michael says, this is my first morning show. You must be in Chicago. I am indeed. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Rufus says, how is Ramsdale's town? Of course, if you're a long-time listener, you know that Ramsdale, aka Chicago, and it's very good. Very good indeed. Um, I've enjoyed everything about it so far. We're going to be doing a river cruise today, myself and Mike, getting a sight, kind of taking in the atmosphere of the city a little bit more, and then uh, 
I can't wait to see more people turning up uh, ahead of the game. Uh, I think more people are turning up on Thursday, so we should be seeing people on Thursday evening as well. I'm definitely going to crash, though, at some point today. I'm going to need to get some kind of uh, sleep because I did not get much at all yesterday. Uh, Marcus says, do we need a centre-back who can play right-back due to Tomiyasu's injuries and cover uh, if Ben White is, of course, injured? I think that Tomiyasu ultimately is going to be a player when he gets back, and he should be for the start of next season, that is basically what's described at the moment as the fifth defender. He can cover right-back, centre-back, left-back, and can cover those positions at a very good level. I think Arsenal need to go and sign a right-back who is more varied in their approach, someone that can be more overlapping, more offensive, more attacking on that right-hand side. And because of that, I don't think you're necessarily going to see a, a centre-back that can play right-back come in and through the doors in the summer. I'd be surprised if that's the route that we went down. I think with the players we've been linked to, like Ivan Fresneda and Sasha Bui, for instance, that it's more like the, that we see um, those type of attacking uh, more Zinchenko-esque in the sense of Fresneda coming through the door than somebody uh, more of a centre-back style. Um, let's go to... Uh, Steve says, chatbox, am I the only one who says right after this at the same time that Tom says it? I mean, if, I mean, surely then you're also saying up the Arsenal at the end of the shows. Surely. Or you're doing the intros because they've, been, they've become so monotonously similar every show that you can pretty much predict what I'm going to say as long as I say, as always about 17 times before we wrap up. Uh, Lachlan says, uh, who do you see Man City most likely dropping points against, excluding us? I think, obviously, the Brighton away game's the big one. I don't think they'll drop points against Chelsea because Chelsea are terrible. We should not drop points against Chelsea either because they're terrible. And then the last game of the season, they're away to Brentford. And that's that's maybe something that we'll see, um, maybe see them drop points in. Keep our fingers crossed that that is certainly the case because we could really do with them dropping points in that game. Amira says, what's your first touristy stop today? Mm, touristy stop? I'm not, I'm not sure. As I say, we're going to be doing a river cruise today, uh, taking in the sights of the city and uh, looking forward to seeing um, lots of different things. I've been told I need to go and see the bean. I, I think it's just a big metal bean. Um, but apparently that's something I need to go and see. So that's definitely going to be on the list of things. The weather's not going to be great for the rest of the week. So I think today uh, until the middle of the afternoon is the best time to kind of use the weather that we've got. Uh, so it might be that I need to take my nap in the afternoon <laughs> uh, rather than this morning and use up any of the better weather that we've got. I mean, looking outside, it's still pretty cloudy. So I'm not expecting anything big um, regarding the weather this week. It's not meant to be that good. Uh, Bradley says, are you going to have a casserole pizza? Is, I don't know what a casserole pizza is unless that's the deep dish ones. I mean, me and Mike went to a place called Gino's yesterday and had a deep, had our first deep dish pizza. And it was so good. So, so good. What I would say is that I still, I think I prefer, I'm still a thin crust guy, but the experience of obviously trying something different. The crust is, is very kind of, um, it's like pastry almost. It's very different to what I'm used to, um, but uh, still very, very nice indeed. Uh, let's go to, um, Fred says, enjoy uh, Chicago Town song. Quick question. Chelsea will need to sell in the summer. Do you think there's any players that you would like Edu to target? Um, they will have to move some players on. They will obviously uh, be thinning that squad. I'm not necessarily sure. You know, you instantly look at forwards with Chelsea because there's so many there. And I think a right-sided forward is what Arsenal should be looking to strengthen if they do bring anyone in that line in the summer. 
And they don't really have too many abs yet, or I wouldn't say. Uh, Madueke, who they wouldn't sell because they've only just signed him. Sterling's more of a left-sided player, even though I would be more interested in someone like Sterling. I like Raheem Sterling. Um, I'm not sure he's the right one for us right now, but I do like Raheem Sterling. Um, it's difficult. I'm not sure I would... Zachary will go back to Juventus. He's done quite well. Could be maybe one to be a, a, a one to look at. I think he's impressed. I'm more than a lot. I think what people expected him, including me, to do. Um, and he's not been used anywhere near enough as what he should have been. And then there's Mason Mount, who we also quite like. And if Emil Smith-Rowe's future is to lie away from Arsenal, I don't think that Mason Mount would be all that bad of a replacement if Smith-Rowe was ever to move on. I was listening to the Ars blog on the flight yesterday, the Arscast Extra. And it was interesting hearing James and Andrew talk quite openly about the possibility of Emil Smith-Rowe leaving the club. That, I think, is certainly one to watch. Ashton says, what would you think about Frimpong? I saw United uh, were linked to him. That's Jeremy Frimpong, the Dutch international and by Leverkusen right back. Used to be at Celtic, of course. I followed him when he was playing in Scotland. Used to, I think I wrote a big kind of scouting piece on him when he was in Scotland. Which was very impressive, very offensive-minded, um, and so kind of fits into that mould of what maybe we want in terms of a varied option. Um, I think it would be very expensive, and I think for that right-back position, if Arsenal want variation, Arsenal are going to be looking for a bit of a savvy deal, I think, to try and get somebody in that's not as expensive uh, as what we've seen previously. Steve says, "Do you speaking of Smith Road? Do you have concerns that he is not being used as a substitute?" Yes. Yes, that is uh, absolutely a concern I have. I think that Smith-Rowe, and as far as I'm aware, and as I've been saying to you guys for well over a week now, my understanding is that he's fully fit. Uh, and there's no there's no issues with his fitness. So why he's not being used, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Uh, Raf says, do you know Smith-Rowe can win his... Do you know if Smith-Rowe can win his place back? Uh, he isn't even being considered off the bench, and it seems to be behind Nelson and Fabio Vieira at the moment. Again, further on to this Smith-Rowe thing. He can win his place back, obviously, by taking opportunities when they come, but those opportunities aren't coming for him right now. He's not getting the opportunities on the pitch, and Mikel Arteta hasn't given them to him. I'm hoping that someone maybe asks a question about that in the press conference this week, um, because I think it's something that needs to be kind of brought into question a bit more. So we'll see if it gets asked. We'll see if Arteta's um, pushed on that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree that there are concerns, certainly concerns about things. Pizza casserole is the perfect comfort meal. It's a warm and cheesy baked pasta with marinara sauce and your favourite pepperoni pizza toppings. I think Marcus has been Googling. <laughs> I think that does sound like the kind of deep dish type of thing, but maybe it's not got the um, the pastry. Maybe it's like in a casserole dish style of kind of like, I don't know. I have no idea. Casserole pizza. Goodness me. Um, Mike, Jordi, say I'm a New York pizza guy myself. Don't love the upside down pizzas, but they still taste good when you're very drunk, which Mike was, you know, let's just say Mike wasn't completely um, upright when he was walking back to the hotel yesterday. Let's let's just say how, how it is. Uh, Paul says, keep meaning to ask Ramsdale slash Chicago. Where did that come from or am I missing something? I basically called Ramsdale Chicago by accident on a show and it stuck because no one ever lets me forget any mistakes I've ever made on a show. So yes, that's where it comes from, Paul. I accidentally called Ramsdale Chicago because I had Chicago on the brain so much 
um, that I ended up calling one of our own players after a city that I'm visiting. Um, Lucas says, enjoy Ramsdale Town, Tom. Would you risk Saliba against City if he's not 100%? I came in late and uh, you may have already covered this. Apologies if so. We talked about Saliba briefly, but I'm not really would I throw him in. It depends how ready he is. If we're saying that, like, if he's played, there's a 50-50 chance he's out for the rest of the season, I'm not sure. Because is it worth risking everything on that one game? Yes, it's a massive game, but could there still be points to be played for even if we were to lose that? I think that we can still get a result without Saliba. I think we've shown against Liverpool and against West Ham that what we're capable of doing in the opening of those games, we can rip teams to shreds without William Saliba being in the side. And there were still question marks defensively about even Saliba after the World Cup and how he returned to that and obviously how he responded from that period of time off away from the club at the World Cup. He didn't respond and come back in the best way possible. So there's no guarantee that Saliba would give you an immediate um, improvement anyway because he's sometimes maybe a little bit slow to return. I think you'd have to be nearly sure that he can play the majority of the match if you're going to risk him. Uh, I'm not sure it's worth it otherwise because you've got to think about the fact that, yes, he's great, but how much of you are you going to get of Saliba if you just risk him and throw him into this game specifically? Um, GP, uh, thank you so much um, for the donation. And uh, I think it's a donation that I'm not even going to read out because they're trying to goad us. So thank you for the money. But I'm not going to read out your super chat, mate. Um, but thank you. I really appreciate the kind of support. Stephen says, Tom, what do you think about the mascot story? I feel the media uh, are trying to derail our season. I wasn't. I haven't touched it really at all because I think it's. As I said at the time, I think people were going to look very silly. I think it's one of those when the stories start getting discussed and talked about that if you were very forthright in your view on something where you don't know the full story of, you're at risk of of looking quite silly. And I think a lot of people have now been made to look quite silly with the subsequent videos that we've seen coming out of Erdegaard's uh, interacting with uh, the mascot before going out to the field. I think the video, obviously, you only see one angle. You don't see the full kind of context of everything. Um, and Arsenal are a club, and the players at Arsenal are, uh, are brilliant at doing things for the community, for supporters, for charities. So it felt as though it was a bit of a witch hunt for Arsenal based on one video that was kind of clipped and edited, so it didn't even include the full context. It didn't look great. I'd be lying if I said it, it did. But um, I think that you have to be more open-minded about the fact that there's probably more to the story than just that one clip. But honestly, the amount of people that jumped on, it's, it's funny because I think I saw Nick Knowles of DIY SOS fame tweeting out uh, and quote tweeting it. When Arsenal do videos of like the amazing things that the club do, like whether it's with the foundation, whether it's the Sasari uh, refugee camp, whether it's um, supporting local businesses, you don't see people like Nick Knowles, which I can't even believe I'm even mentioning on a TGT show. Uh, people that are based outside of the UK, well, you know, a clue who that guy is. Um, but he's like, a, he's like, he's basically a TV presenter. He's done like game show hosts and he's like done like DIY shows. And I remember he tweeted, so he quote tweeted it with like a really scathing criticism of the club. I've never seen him, I might be wrong, but I've never seen him or others that were criticizing it. Quote, quote tweeting, congratulating Arsenal with all the really good things that they've done. You know, it's just human nature, isn't it? It's the, I've used the example before of, I remember when I was first starting out in teaching and I went to observe a lesson and uh, the teacher was doing an exercise on the board and he put up five different uh, mathematical sums and four of them were correct and one of them was wrong. 
and obviously as he was writing out the uh the four sums hands started to to go up in the class and one of the, the students was like sir you've you've made a mistake there so he turned around and said okay so you picked me up on the one mistake that i've made but you've not said fair play for getting the other four that i did do correct and obviously that that kind of sums up where we're at with this is that soon as maybe a mistake soon as something doesn't look that great we're very quick to jump on it but actually have we been equally as praising about things that are really good and the answer is no um are people coming for us in terms of the media well i mean this is media um and certainly i've not done that so a lot of people really back arsenal yes there are people that are going to, going to criticize but i think that's just part and parcel of uh, of everything that there is uh, <laughs> um let's go i mean i should probably get some reactions to that as well in the chat box uh knowledge says can we talk about the recent abuse towards Bukaya Saka it's disgusting now I was only made aware of this uh when I spoke to a colleague of mine two days ago where someone said that Saka had received uh, racist abuse online after the um penalty incident uh, against West Ham obviously we don't condone anything uh in that manner whatsoever anything abusive needs to be picked up on the frustration for me comes from the fact that it still happens that you can do it so easily without ever getting it picked up on. Um, they aren't Arsenal fans, these people that are doing it. Like they might claim to be, but they're not. Like if you're throwing racist abuse at a player, if you're abusing a player in any way, shape, or form, be it um, racism, be it sexism, if it's abuse towards uh, the women's team, um, you're not an Arsenal fan. It's as simple as that, you know, and that's, that's how it works. But uh, more needs to be done to try and tackle these things and. Uh, Instead, it seemed that the video, ironically, of the mascot got a lot more attention, maybe, than people calling out the uh, abuse suffered by the Saka, which is a real shame, really. Uh, Amira says, how are you watching the match on Friday? Uh, yeah, so we've got a live event uh, going on. There's events going on over the whole weekend in Chicago, Kukuna Palooza. Um, there are a handful of tickets maybe left, or maybe they might have been sold out now. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's still a handful of tickets left. If you are based in Chicago on Friday, we're going to the uh, Red Line VR um, for the game. And we've got a podcast uh, there on the Saturday as well. So lots going on. Really excited to see uh, what happens. I'm really excited to see um, what we're going to be doing and, uh, and who's going to be there. So, yeah, myself, Mike, Sophie, Elliot, Paul, the last division um and loads of others as well are going to be there john of course as well so yeah loads of people uh, i'm looking forward to it it's it's going to be great it's going to be great and uh yeah fantastic stuff i am going to round the show off there uh, thank you to everybody that's tuned in uh, and has tuned in at this very impromptu time but what i can tell you is that you can set your alarms and your reminders for this time every day for the next five six days because that's when we're going to be doing these shows apologies for the uh, lack of uh, crisp audio that you've not got in this show and uh, hopefully uh, we see in the future uh, me having a lot better audio quality when I'm back in the UK but for now thank you for listening do drop a like on the video do subscribe to the channel if you're new and as always I'll be awesome It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. 
perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.